BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And it was the story of the day. No, it was not the Hall of Fame game. It was not the Hall of Fame game that was the story of the day. Um, possibly more on that later. But in, in this case, it's all about the injured quarterback. Now, the 
estimation was that at least between three and five quarterbacks will get hurt during training camp. We've got the first one. I'm not going to count Andrew Luck because he was hurt before training camp. But, again, if you had Ryan Tannehill and you had circled that name, you have won the prize, right? It's uh, the big news of the day here, snap, crackle, and pop. Down goes the Dolphin quarterback, uh, untouched in a heap during the morning practice in Florida. And the uh, the story is this, that Tannehill, he had an MRI, and if the early reports were he was, he was going to be okay. The early reports were, don't worry, he's going to be fine. Uh, that turned out to be bogus. Those optimistic stories, not true. Not true. The MRI to determine how bad and jacked up that left knee was, inconclusive. And so the Grim Reaper making an appearance for the upcoming 2017 season involving the future of the Dolphin quarterback. We're now hearing, the story came out late in the night here, that the Miami Dolphins think that Ryan Tannehill will need season-ending surgery on that knee. Although they have not announced that, that will come down the pipe later today. So, again, if you've got your injury scorecard, the Dolphins went from not ruling out surgery to fearing in the span of a handful of hours the story had changed. Now, the state-run NFL media outlet, the NFL Network, reported that Tannehill did not fully tear the ligaments in his knee. That was the optimistic story, which many people who do this kind of gas baggery ran with. But it appears that that was not completely accurate. That, yeah, he might have been a, might not have been a full tear, but a damage, damage done. Damage done. And he aggravated a previous injury. Remember last year Tannehill got hurt. He had a partially torn knee. If you're a football nerd, you remember that last December. He got hurt. So rather than going for the rest in the rehab, which uh, would be six to eight weeks. It's, it appears that Tannehill is going to be sliced open and they're going to move some ligaments around and tie them together and do all that in a very ghoulish fashion. If this is true, and for the purposes of this conversation, let's pretend it is true, that means that Matt Moore will take over as the starter in South Beach. He's the man. Who? Matt Moore. The Never pro- heard of him. He played at Oregon State a million years ago. He's one of the longtime backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, the final word is going to happen on uh, Friday, probably by midday Friday. Uh, we'll be sleeping because we do the overnights, but uh, we'll find out when we wake up what's going on. So the question is this. Ryan Tannehill, this particular injury, which appears to be a season-ending injury, the doomsday scenario, some are calling it for the Dolphins' season. The reactionary pigskin pundits are now convinced that the Dolphins are doomed without Ryan Tannehill. Is that fair or foul? I'm going to go first here. Now, I believe that is foul. I'm going to stand up for my guy, Matt Moore. I I am going to stand up for my guy. Now, i got a couple of thoughts here. This is a fall guy and maddening situation. Now, number one, for the Dolphins, this does not add any pressure. You would think your starting quarterback gets hurt, and this is, oh, my God, we're screwed. We got so much pressure. This actually lessens, lessens the pressure. Miami now has the ultimate injury trump card, and they've got it in their back pocket. 
And at any point, when things take a turn for the worse and the Dolphins pivot the wrong direction and the stench of sewer water starts floating around those Dolphins, they can pull that trump card out and say, hey, it's not our fault. Our starting quarterback went down, major injury. And so with Tannehill out, they will officially, Dolphins, they've already been written off. We don't even know for sure that Tannehill's going to miss the entire year, but they've already been written off as a non-playoff team. Everybody, as Chris Carter taught us, everyone needs a fall guy. And the Miami Dolphins now have their fall guy ready to go. Of course, got to keep in mind that that is rubbish. When you think about it, injuries, a fact of life in the National Football League. Uh, Guys got hurt in that dopey Hall of Fame scrimmage that they had in Canton, Ohio. There's a 100%, 100% injury rate. In the NFL, if you play long enough, that's going to happen. You must have quality depth. And more importantly, you got to have the right approach. This is, this is going to go one of two ways for the Dolphins. They're either going to pout and whine and feel sorry for themselves, go off into their safe space with a warm blanket and a glass of milk and, and just ponder their existence in the NFL. Or Adam Gase and the Dolphins – can rally around and actually put a competitive team on the field, overcome the the roadblock, which is clearly a roadblock. I'm not going to deny that, and and get some credibility, win some games without their starting quarterback. The second thing here, when you when you look at this, you get the micro and the macro. You get the short term, the long term ramifications. But uh, the the only thing more unreliable than Ryan Tannehill's left knee is the week-to-week performance of Ryan Tannehill when he plays. Tannehill, as we have been saying for many years, late at night here, whispering into the microphones of Fox Sports Radio on the Ben Maller Show, Tannehill is the definition of a maddening quarterback. Because there are times, I've we've talked about it before, there are times that Ryan Tannehill has shown flashes of being really good. Really, really good. But that's just a tease. That the, the real Ryan Tannehill is the inconsistent Ryan Tannehill, and he's gotten worse. He hasn't gotten better. It's not my negative opinion. It is a fact based on data. The numbers are there. Last three years, uh, Ryan Tannehill, his interception totals have uh, stayed the same. That's fine, but his touchdown passes have nosedived. They've gone down the last three years. And just last season, if you want to do a uh, – pull the microscope out and analyze what happened last year, because on, on one hand you got Tannehill who had three games with three touchdowns and a quarterback rating well over 100. So for three games, Ryan Tannehill was really good. And then on the other hand, Ryan Tannehill had not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. How about seven games with one touchdown or less? Seven, and he had three with no touchdowns. So this is the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde effect. You got a guy, three games, three touchdowns, quarterback rating over 100, three games, no touchdown passes. He had some real stink bombs, quarterback ratings in the 60s. And so that's why this particular injury is not going to change the fate of the 2017 Dolphins. The bottom line here, Matt Moore, 
is a more than capable backup that can slide in and start. And the Dolphins are going to add a quarterback. They're not going to add a social justice warrior, but they will add a quarterback. And Matt Moore's mostly been a career backup, right? He's But when he's played, when he started games, Matt Moore's got a winning record in his career, positive plus touchdown to interception ratio. And the Dolphins are going to do what every team does when their starting quarterback gets hurt. They're going to dumb down the playbook, and they're going to run a, a basic vanilla offense with a bunch of bubble screens, throwing in the flat, and a lot of Jay Ajayi in the backfield. They're going to run, run, and run some more and hope the defense doesn't suck. And if all of that happens, all of that happens, the Miami Dolphins will meet expectations, even without Ryan Tannehill. And if you think otherwise, you're gullible. Don't be gullible. Do you know in Vegas, when the the opening win total came out, the win total for the Dolphins projected over under, you know what it was this year? Seven and a half. The Dolphins were projected to be a seven to eight win team this year. Matt Moore is good enough to win seven games if he starts every game for the Dolphins. You're not replacing Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers ain't walking through that locker room in South Florida. Now, the other factor, which is amusing here, I was thinking about this because you, you look at the the career of Tannehill, and he's like one good game, one bad game, two good games, four bad games. You know, it, he is the now that Jay Cutler's retired. Ryan Tannehill is the most average quarterback in the NFL. Is that a fair statement? Is there a more average quarterback in the National Football League right now than Ryan Tannehill, who I guess technically is not in the NFL because he's hurt? And uh, oh the. The headlines, oh, the Dolphins are holding their breath. Really? For an average quarterback? The funny thing was that the Jay Cutler could get a phone call. He could get a phone call. That, that could happen. You know, Ryan Tannehill's got – he's played all these years now. He's got more losses than wins, 37 wins, 40 losses in his career. And he makes the same mistakes now that he did when he was a rookie. He doesn't feel pressure. He doesn't help his offensive line out. So everyone just harpoons the Dolphins' offensive line. He's got no pocket presence to feel the pressure. So he doesn't throw the ball away. He gets sacked a bunch, and it makes everyone look bad. Everyone looks bad. So if they did go out and get Jay Cutler, does he have an out in his TV contract? I mean, boy, that would that would really deprive the viewers on Fox from watching the wisdom of Jay Cutler. I would hate to see him leave and go to the, the Dolphins. What a loss that would be, right? I mean, my God, this is one of the great broadcasters of our time. But if Cutler did go to Miami, that would be average out. That would be Tannehill, number 17, but number one in your heart if your last name's Tannehill. And then average in with Jay Cutler. All right, it's Ben Mather's show on Fox. And if you would like to be part, give us a buzz. We'll take your phone calls. You know the drill. And we're also available on Twitter, at Ben Mather. That's at Ben Mather. And our Facebook page, Ben Mather Show. Ben Mather Show. Uh, Eddie is uh, away. We've got Ralph here. Danny G. Radio is in the house. And I think uh, Coop is back. He didn't. I didn't see him much, but I believe he's back. I think he's somewhere in the building. Coop. Yeah, so that's the uh, the cast of characters. Now, Ben, if, you're, if yes. your starter went down for your favorite team, well, you're back on the Rams' horns, I should point out. Because that is uh, correct. Nor, uh, nor, just nor, ram normally. it. Ram it, baby. <laughs> ram it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I owe you one of those. Ram it all day. Yeah. Come on, Jackie. Ram it. You got a rabbit! 
No, when the Rams were in St. Louis, the militia picked your team every season. That is true. For almost, uh, well, actually, like a decade, I think we went. I think we Dang. went 10 years, just about 10 years, different team every year. Yeah, you got a lot of different hats and jerseys in I your do. closet. Everyone was very generous. Uh, although, late, the last couple years it got ugly because I, I got the, like the ugliest Cleveland Browns hat. Uh, I mean, we, people were just trying to punish me with Jacksonville and the Browns and, and things like that. All right, but you, you're going to ask a very yeah, good question. Well, now that you're back on the Rams jock. Yeah, that is correct. The uh, if, Rams. If your future Hall of Famer, Je- uh, what's his first Jared name? Jared Goff. I, want, I always want to call him Jeff Goff no, for no, some no, reason. No, 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 Jared Goff. The, remember the quarterback, name. he's yeah. so great, I can't remember his first name half the time. Yeah. If he went down. Are you? How do you feel about your backup? Next man up, there is, and that's the great thing about being a fan of the Rams. There is no loss of talent between the starter and Sean Mannion, the backup. And I'm told that I haven't seen this because I have not watched a training camp. Much. Wasn't Mannion like the the greatest college quarterback in the history uh, of uh, passing yards? Uh, no, something like that. Completion. Played at Oregon State. I don't know interceptions. Uh, some of the, the the real football nerds they they think Sean Mannion's like really good, like they think he should be starting. But there's a bias and a prejudice because Jared Goff's the number one pick and Sean Mannion was drafted in like the third round. So it's like yeah, who cares about him? But you know who's here's a fascinating one. I was going to use this as a Who Am I game, but I saw this the other day and I thought no way. This guy's not a like the third string quarterback for the Rams. You know who it is? This is a, this is a great name. This is I I believe this is the guy that's the answer to a Who Am I game. Because he started games for the 0-16 Lions. You know who I'm oh, talking about? Oh, uh, Dan? Yes, or- Dan Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky <laughs> signed with the Rams, the former Lion quarterback who was part of the most imperfect team in the history of the National Football League. I'm pretty sure he was there, right? He was the o- that was the 0-16. Yeah, yeah, the, you're the, right. The uh, Lions, that was uh, wonderful. Would you okay? So would you rather have your quarterback go down before the season starts, or what happened to my favorite team at the end of last season, where Derek Carr went out the second to last game? Well, if it's a team I don't like, I want that to happen right before the end of the year. No, listen, the the Dolphins, as I said, they they were supposed to win seven and a half games. You can win seven and a half games. The NFL is designed; the league itself designs for everyone to go eight and eight. They want mediocrity. They don't want greatness. They want mediocrity. Every team is the, the, the midway point. They're eight and eight. And so with every team's usually within a couple of games, you have the outliers like the Patriots on the good side. And then on the other side, you've got teams like the Browns and the, and the Rams. Uh, although the Rams are pretty much more like the, the, the typical team because they're within like six to six to nine wins or five to nine. They're right in that, that area there. So, but, yeah, obviously you'd rather get hurt uh, in, in training camp. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And it is Maller to the third degree. We bring in a very quiet Coop Deloop. Ben, fresh off getting back his UFC light heavyweight championship, which really belonged to him the whole time anyway. John's Bones Jones is considering taking his talents to the WWE. Good. Now, Good for him. Yes. Uh, WWE announcer Jim Ross wrote in his blog that word on the street says that Jones is keeping an eye out for a WWE opportunity that might fill his pockets. Now, we've already seen Brock Lesnar go back and forth from the WWE and the UFC, and we can't forget that Conor McGregor is gearing up to make an S-load of money to box Floyd Mayweather. So, Ben, the question here is, 
Are we at the point now where Dana White needs to step in and figure out how to stop his fighters from moving on to other sports? Uh, listen, he- here's the deal. Uh, th- there is one way. There's only one way that you can do that, and that would be to break the piggy bank, the UFC piggy bank, which they've been unwilling to do up until this point, Dana White and the other people that actually write the checks at the UFC. couple of things here. A, the UFC is no longer a mom-and-pop shop. They were in the early days. They haven't been that way in years. This is a $4 billion conglomerate, the, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Compared to boxing, the top names get paid chicken feed in the UFC. And this is why, and you know it, and I know it, and everybody knows it, the top names in the UFC, once you've established yourself in that particular uh, arena, you can cross over. You can do other things. And if you want to monetize, you want to make some money, you got to be like Conor McGregor and go to boxing. A lot of these guys go to professional wrestling. That's the the typical avenue these guys go down. And B, the difference, the main difference between the WWE and the UFC is straight cash homie. The WWE has a license to print money. Uh, and, And Vince McMahon, say what you want about Vince McMahon, I have some friends that have worked for the professional wrestling outfit out of Stanford, Connecticut, and they pay very very well. He's not bashful about spending a lot of money. If you can prove to him and the people that run the WWE that people will watch you and the, there's entertainment value there, he's willing to pay these people a lot of money if you can bring eyeballs to the boob tube. The big test, and this is something that has not been talked about too much, the big test coming up for Dana White is the fact that the UFC is considering getting into the boxing business. This Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight is kind of a test run. And the UFC, they were purchased for so much money, they've got to find a way to, to make more money. And they are thinking about going over to the dark side, which we'll talk more about that later. I don't have too much time to get to it now. But that, that would be a mistake for the UFC. It would be great for boxing, but it would be a mistake for the UFC. Uh, and, and there are whispers that they want to add you know, the, the, the traditional boxing. They're trying to find ways to get more money under the umbrella of the USC. And the TV deal's coming up. They're going to get a whole lot more money, billions of dollars possibly. Times are a-changing. All right, next. It was reported this week that Joel Embiid has taken part in non-contact drills and expects to be ready for training camp with the 76ers. Now, Embiid has missed a total of 215 games in three years of his professional career, but the 31 games that we did see him in were special. Now, there are question marks all over this team due to the young stars, but is uh, Joel Embiid the most important piece to the 76ers' success? Yeah, the answer on this one is no. My position is that Joel Embiid is the mouth of the Sixers. But if you ask the question, which you did, is it about importance, I'm not going to go with Joel Embiid. That is Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz. Uh, a and B. Number one, the NBA is a guard-heavy, a scoring uh, forward-heavy league. Philadelphia has to get one of those two guys, whether it's Simmons or Fultz. I don't believe both of them will make it to the top echelon of the NBA, but they've got to get one of those two guys to cash checks that were written for them when they were the number one overall pick in the draft. Ben Simmons was compared to a LeBron James, and Markel Fultz has been described as a poor man's James Harden. If either one of those things turn out to be true, if either one of those statements is even plausibly accurate, the Sixers are set up to be a very viable franchise for years to come. The second thing here, 
Joel Embiid is, as I said, he's the spokesman for Philadelphia. But even if Joel Embiid lives up to his talent and he's a double-double guy and he makes an impact that way, Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz, those two guys are still more important. So I, I, And I don't trust the marketing scam that is trust the process, so I don't see this working out in the long run. But to answer your question, it is not Joel Embiid. Next! Tom Brady turned 40 years old yesterday, and according to some people, he looks better than ever. Now, at training camp, Rob Gronkowski was asked, what gift do you get a guy like Tom Brady? And his response was, I get him touchdowns. <laughs> yes, he's quite the character good that Rob Gronkowski. That was, good, that was one of the good thing in my laugh drop. That was good. <laughs> what? what? I didn't do that. Why would I do that? All right. I'm going to laugh. He said, he said he continued on to say you've got to catch the ball. That's all he wants. Just wants touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should be like our comp- one of our competitors and do a hacky. Let's talk about athletes forty and over. Do you want to do that hack radio show? No. All right. Uh, go. What, what are you going to ask me here, Coop? What, what are you going to get out of here? What, what's the what's the the ask here, Coop? Ben, what is the best birthday gift that? Your teammates on the crew could give you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look how painful that was for Coop. Look how painful that was to spit out of Coop's mouth. You can tell Coop's been away for a couple days. It had nothing to do with that. Uh, you can you can tell he had nothing to do. Well, first of all, let's start with this, Coop. I know you, Danny G, uh, Eddie, and Ralph, all of you uh, will help me get a raise. Uh, I know that. You're going to go upstairs to management. <laughs> And you guys are going to march up there and campaign on my behalf. Give Maller more money. Give You're fired. So he can live within like a three-hour drive of work. Why not that? Yes? You're fired. Uh, all right. And then secondly, uh, it would be nice to go out and press the flesh, right? I would love to go on a, a tour of some different cities here. And, and I've always said, and I told our bosses this, but so far they haven't picked up on it. We, we, there's so many 24-hour restaurant chains, right? Why don't we get hooked up? Uh, you know, Denny's or the Waffle House or IHOP or Dunkin' Donuts, any of these places. And I, there's a bunch of other great companies out there. And why don't we get together with these people? We'll go around. You know, we'll bring business in there at 3 in the morning or 4 in the morning. We'll, we'll do a show. I'll go to – I don't care. I'm not beyond doing a show from a Dunkin' Donuts in, uh, you know, some random town. I'm good with that. Why not? So, so we should do that. Why don't you guys make that happen? Make that – and then let's, let's get me and you guys to the Super Bowl. In Minneapolis next year. We want to hang out. We've already got part of the travel taken care of. Well, why not? If there's if there's any establishment that exemplifies the Ben Maller crew, yeah. it's Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see in California they're going to get rid of the donuts part? Because I guess people in California are triggered. They're opening up Dunkin' Donuts, some of them in California, just calling them Dunkin'. No. <laughs> I'm not kidding, Coop. That's a true story. You look that up. I'm not making it up. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you failed this edition. Shut up. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. All right, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Do we have our leadoff hitter? We don't have our leadoff hitter. Uh, Ralph, are you playing along or not playing along, Ralph? You're gonna Absolutely. Pl- okay, Ralph's going to play along. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Actual jokes from actual listeners. Uh, again, you guys have come through. I have not had to have a call to action to get jokes 
in months. I mean, you guys keep sending these things in every week. You're wonderful. We got new people this week. All right. So let's start off with our leadoff hitter. Was it last week where we had the Eminem joke? Oh, yeah, the NASCAR yeah. M&M joke, which <laughs> should, have, so should have been the closer. Exceptional. Yeah. Should have been the closer. Ben, do a better job picking the closer uh, can, this week. I'm telling you, I have joke fatigue. <laughs> I'm telling you, by the end of this, I, 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 the jokes, we use a lot of jokes. Imagine the jokes we don't use. I got joke fatigue. That's my fall guy. All right, uh, Sean is batting leadoff. Serious Sean, and you begin. Go ahead, Serious Sean. All right. What is the best thing about Switzerland? What is the best thing about Switzerland? Okay, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but their flag is a huge plus. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right, very nice. Off to a good start. Good job by Sean. Big Ben's lame jokes. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. I'll read the joke. I'll bounce it off Ralph. Ralph will bounce it back to me, and then Danny G will play this if it's funny. And he will play this if it's not funny. And he'll play this if it could go either way. Uh, I like to wrestle with men. Okay. And Coop's got his own jokes. I sent him a bunch of jokes. We'll see if he uses any of those. All right, here we go. The Icelandic word for sleep is sofa, Ralph. The Icelandic word for sleep is sofa. Yeah, two of Bartolo Colon's favorite things. <laughs> uh, what? Here's one from Dave in Cincinnati. Why didn't the skeleton go to the spring prom? Why didn't the skeleton go to the spring prom? Because he had no body to go with. Shut up. All right. Uh, Did you know that Saturday – this is a Coop joke. This guy said Coop's going to laugh. Did you know that Saturday and Sundays are the strongest days of the week? Saturdays and Sundays are the strongest days of the week. The rest are just weak. Days, you know. Uh, I like to wrestle with men. <laughs> uh, here's one from Just Josh. Did you know that 80% of married men cannot fall asleep after sex? 80% cannot fall asleep yeah. following sex. Yeah, uh, they, they still got to drive home. It's a problem. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big pain in the ass, man. It's a nightmare. <laughs> All right, it's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Coop's got his offensive jokes as well. Now, Coop, do I need to read the disclaimer? I've not read the disclaimer. You, I, I don't know if we need that. Do we need that right now, or should I hold off on I, that? I don't think any of them are that okay. bad. All right, I'll hold off on the disclaimer. What do Chris Paul and Pete in Pittsburgh have in common? Ralph? I don't what? know, Ben. No, All right. What do they have in common? Uh, uh, what do they have in common? Both have an Amazon Pasture Prime membership. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think the delivery got messed up. Oh, too. shut up. That was not. That's well, what I'm not he blaming said. you. That was what he said. Did well, I say it was uh, you? All right. <laughs> Blame Ralph, all right? Uh, it's Big Ben's lame joke. So that was from Kurt from Earth. What do you do when you are attacked by a group of circus performers? What do you do when you're attacked by a group of circus performers? Go for the juggler. Mm. You look like a big fat clown. That was from the Sod Father, P1 Sod Father in Sweet Home Chicago. He says, "I like my meat seasons." That's what he said right there. Coop, what do you got for me? Well, did you hear that Cadillac is rethinking its CTE series of cars? No, no, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they appear to have trouble with head-on collisions. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Ernie. <laughs> Uh, All right, uh, some 35,000 people reportedly spent Valentine's Day dinner at fast food restaurant White Castle. 
35,000 yeah. Valentine's yeah. dinners at White Castle. Clearly that Bartolo Colon dating book is paying off. Uh, no, he didn't like that? Yeah. Maybe if you'd said Crystal. Crystal? All right. Uh, wh- what would you call? Don't try to write the jokes, Ralph. Yeah, I mean, leave it, leave it to professionals, Ralph. I mean, my God. Uh, here's one from Lon, Lon from Stillwater. What would you call the wife of Weedman Hippie if he had a wife? The wife of Weedman Hippie if he had a wife. Mississippi. <laughs> 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 Good job, what, what, what? Good job uh, Lon. We like that. Uh, <laughs> all right, shut up. All right. Uh, why don't we pause for the call? Let's call it a time. I, we, I got like still three pages of these damn jokes. All right, we'll get to more of that. Big Ben's lame jokes. Coop's got the offensive joke of the week. We'll do that all. We'll do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's been said the Ben Maller Show is the best-kept secret in sports radio. You can help change that. Word-of-mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and help keep the show growing. Now, back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here is Ben Maller. And back to it we go. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. I think we have our laugh track. I think is our laugh track ready. Our laugh track, are you there? Uh, all right, very good. Here we go. Let's get back to it. The lame jokes of the week. And if you're easily offended, just turn the radio down for a little bit. Uh, American Airlines stranded a reporter at the airport for 24 hours, forcing her to survive on a diet of soft pretzels and licorice. Soft pretzels and licorice. Yeah. Otherwise known as the Jared Lorenzen diet. <laughs> so, Big Ben's lame, lame jokes. <laughs> Uh, Coop's got his offensive joke here in a moment. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Well, why do people rob 7-Eleven instead of restaurants? Why do people rob 7-Eleven instead of restaurants? Because it's more convenient. Ooh. All right. That's from uh, Mike. Thank you for that, Mike. Let's see. I want to read that one on the air. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. What do you call a tap-dancing spur? What do you call a tap-dancing spur? Duncan Hines. Yeah, that's uh, not one of just Josh's better, better efforts. Coop, what do you got for me, Coopaloop? Did you know that uh, Mark the Full Name guy was on the phone with the lead singer before the line got disconnected? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, the last thing he said to him was, You hang up on yourself, Chester Bennington! It's from Kurt from Earth. Coop, too soon. Hey, Coop, I sent you some other ones I can't read those. Really? Uh, they're going to be upset with me. I, I told them I passed them on to you. Bartolo Colon and Andy Reid are sick of being made fun of by the Maller militia. They both say they are light eaters, Ralph. Light eaters. Yeah. As soon as it's light out, they start eating. <laughs> that came from El Nino. He sent that one in. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. How does Angry Bill find sheep in the tall grass? How does he find those sheep? Pleasantly surprising. <laughs> That's uh, from Josh. Just Josh again. Coop, anything else? You, you, you good? You good? All right. Yeah, I'm all right. All right. Coop's good. 
Uh, what causes radio show hosts and NFL wide receivers to lose their jobs? What causes radio show hosts and NFL receivers to lose their jobs? Being slow in and out of their breaks. <laughs> That's from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Now, this joke here I was considering as my closer, but it's my, my, my setup guy. It's my eighth inning guy, and then I've got my closer. Now, Danny, don't shake your head like that. No, no, don't do that. I, I think I've made the right decision. All right, we're going to find out. No pressure. I, I no heard, pressure. I haven't heard from Weedman. Hey, where's my laugh track? Weedman, you're very quiet. I've been here the whole time. All right, stop. <laughs> All right, there's a reality show where the goal is to do as many drugs as humanly possible without dying or getting caught. And it's on TV, Ralph. Okay. It's called the Tour de France. <laughs> 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 oh, that should have been your closer. <laughs> no, this is good, too. Here oh, right, we go. All right. Bartolo Colon is considering a military career after he's done playing for the Twins. A military career. Yeah. Colon says he's always admired Colonel Sanders. There it is! <laughs> Big fast land jokes of the week. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We take you to the world of boxing and MMA united together in holy matrimony. Conor McGregor, three weeks prior, a little over three weeks prior to the showdown in Vegas, has lost his sparring partner. And while we're at it, showtime too, you little weasel. Look at you, you little weasel. I can see it in your eyes. I laugh every time I hear that. Uh, so, McGregor, uh, here's the story. Now, this is – we've just learned here at Fox Sports Radio. This is a story literally that happened in the overnight hours. Pauli Malinaji, the uh, guy that was sparring with McGregor, Team McGregor, has stormed off pouting and huffing right before the fight, right? McGregor had, had put this guy in, former welterweight champion of the world, Pauli Malinaji, as his sparring partner, but there was a problem. And the problem was a dispute, and the claim is being made by Malinaji that Team McGregor was using some shenanigans to make it appear that Conor McGregor is a much better boxer than he really is. Don't! And uh, so uh, now we, we knew this has been going on for a couple of days. The, the, the preamble up until this moment, the tipping point where the sparring partner Malinaji has walked away from Again, Team McGregor. Supposedly the controversy, here's what we know. All right, there was some video that was put on the internet, and it showed what appeared to be Conor McGregor knocking down Malinaji. Well, Malinaji's a very proud man. This is a guy that was the, again, former welterweight champion of the world. And he got very upset. He went on his social media and said, quote, it is not nice to paint a picture that is not true. The sparring partner of Conor McGregor said, and he had a photo from the one of the McGregor camps, uh, social media accounts, and he went into detail here and said, well, that was a pushdown in sparring. Post the whole video. This guy, Malinaji, said, not just that particular clip, rounds 1 through 12, unedited. And it got worse after that. Malinaji was clearly upset. He said, I came here to help this camp out, not to be exploited. Now you're going to get the truth, though. Post the full unedited video. He ranted and raved. Right? He was very upset. 
So they went back and forth, and the the end game, at least for now, is the sparring partner for McGregor has said, Ixnay on the sparring A, he's out. So the question is this, a big deal or no deal? Uh, I'm, I believe this is a big deal. Now, there's always the possibility with boxing that this is all performance art, and we know that Conor McGregor is a wonderful entertainer. We know that. But let's assume for the purposes of this conversation that this is not uh, Oscar-worthy acting, that there's a legitimately upset sparring partner who is a very proudful man and knows that he is being used as a pawn in a scam, and so he decided to exit out. This is a couple of things. It's revealing, number one, and also concerning to a point. Now, the first thing is revealing. It's revealing because we know this whole this whole boxing match is the ultimate money grab. It is the definition of a sucker's born every minute, and you got to pull out all the dirty tricks. You got to be a sleazeball. You got to be a sleazeball. Conor McGregor is not a trained boxer. He's go- his average fight's been about five minutes. He's going against a trained boxer who, yes, he's a little older now and all that, but still in great shape. Floyd Mayweather. This is a total marketing stunt. So it's revealing in that we believe this guy Malinaji has just exposed Conor McGregor and the people around Conor McGregor as a fraud. <laughs> I mean, right? How else can you spin this? Am I reading this the wrong way? I mean, I got the quote here from this guy, the, the, the sparring partner, Malinaji, who pretty much put McGregor on blast and claims he was knocked down by McGregor, uh, you know, that he was not knocked down the, the way it was portrayed there. This guy's he, he's got that Brooklyn edge to him, right? He's an old Brooklyn boxing guy. And so he has walked away from the training camp and he's calling for the unedited footage to be released. He claims he fell because he was pushed by Conor McGregor. And so you have a difference of opinion here. Who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe Conor McGregor or are you going to believe the other guy? Who are you going to believe here? At this particular moment, I'm going to believe the sparring partner. It seems believable. Again, though, uh, I put the caveat, the asterisk next to this that this is a boxing promotion. Everything is fair game. Everything is fair game in a boxing promotion. There, there, are, there are no limits. There are no limits. We know that. And, and Malinaji, at, at the beginning of all this, uh, so the, the quotes, you know, he's on the payroll for McGregor, and he was saying very nice things, very, very nice things, but it appears now he has reached the, the point of no return. And uh, he has had enough. He would like. He said he wanted out, and he got out. And so, so now, what do we stand? Now? What, what do we do now? Well, McGregor will get somebody else, and I'm sure there'll be a, a parade of people lined up and say, "All right, I'll be your punching bag. Uh, you can knock me out, knock me around all you want." But this is a bad look. Can we agree on that? It's a bad look if this is all in the up and up. I mean, you know, do the whole tail of the tape and all that, and say, "Well, yeah, McGregor's got a huge advantage. He's taller. He's younger." Uh, he's got a better reach and all that stuff and go, th- go through the list. But you know, the fact that he, he and the people around him to try to gain some attention for the fight are claiming that he knocked down the sparring partner when the sparring partner apparently is claiming that's, uh, that's not the case. Uh, not a good look, but in boxing, you know, McGregor will spin this 
and the uh, the I beat his ass uh, line. Uh, we'll see if that has any staying power. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Now, meanwhile, we can't go too far without talking about Laval Ball, the great Laval Ball, and Master P has entered into the conversation. Now, the latest from Lavar, he's been getting into it with all these athletes. He's been getting into it with everybody, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, you name it, and Lavar's got a beef. He also said, his latest quote, Lavar claims that he was a better tight end than Rob Gronkowski. That's one of his latest quotes there, that he's uh, better than Gronkowski. Oh, this is great. I, uh, and, and I think tomorrow, or maybe later today, Lavar will say, I could throw the football better than Tom Brady. Now it went up to $3 billion. Why not? Uh, well, Master P, my guy Master P has said, you know what? I would like to help out LeVar Ball. I'm curious. Curiosity is great. You got to be, like, if you do my job, you got to be curious. I believe you have to be a skeptic, but you definitely have to be curious. If you're not curious, you'll be terrible at this, uh, this kind of a job. So Master P is curious. He wants to know what all this talk is about LeVar Ball's basketball skills. So apparently Master P was named the new president of the something called the Global Mixed Gender Basketball League. Who? I don't even know what the hell that is. I don't even know. Sexist. I just gave it a pop on the radio. I gave it a plug, so I guess it's something. So anyway, uh, TMZ entered the fray here, and they, uh, they caught up one of their street-side interviews uh, with Master P. And Master P said, you know, I would like to see LeVar Ball. I want to see what this guy can do. And now I'm in a position. Now I'm in a position to do that. So he's got this co-ed basketball league, and an invitation has been sent out. Uh, LeVar Ball, you are welcome to come and play in the co-ed basketball league. Uh, and You think he's going to do that? You think LeVar is going to be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Master Pete claims he is dead serious about this, and uh, he's, he's all for it. He's, uh, he wa- he likes to, he wants to see LeVar Ball be a part of it. He wants to get LeVar Ball into the league. Chances LeVar Ball plays in the co-ed basketball league. I'm going to go the same odds of Colin Kaepernick, who ripped Fidel, who praised Fidel Castro working in Miami. I'm going to go 0% because I don't believe Master P can write a check big enough. I don't believe he can write a check big enough to get LeVar Ball into this league. I just don't think there's a way that happens. Unless he's got some of those hedge fund guys around him, then maybe that's the case. When I first heard about that, the the basketball league, I thought it was like a a transgender basketball league. When I first, I was like, I had to read it a couple of times. Maybe I'm just tired, but it's co-ed. But the the, the times we live in, I thought first, I was like, oh, there's a transgender basketball league. Wow, I had no idea. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Eddie is away. Uh, Ralph is somewhere in here eating something. Right and, here. Uh, there he is right there. And we've got Danny G, who's manning his usual post, and also the Coupe de Loop. The Coupe de Loop as well. How excited were you to see NFL football on your TV yesterday? Uh, uh, not not because yeah. of the third stringers and yeah. you're going to be all negative and all that, but I just was, to have it on and hear those familiar voices calling yeah. the game. Yeah, listen, I, I like uh, Al Michaels. Feels uh, he's, I know his time is limited, Not on hopefully not on earth, but Al's not going to be doing this much longer. This could be his last year. Who knows? So, yeah, it's cool. I, when Al Michaels does an NFL game, even a crappy exhibition game, which is like a scrimmage, it feels like it's a big deal. You feel the excitement. 
At least I do. So I don't know if everyone feels that way. Some people maybe are somber when they hear Al Michaels' voice. They're like, oh, no. No, yeah, I, I uh, think he's he's likable. Most NFL fans seem to like him. Yeah. I've heard some you know, stories in, in broadcast. Al's apparently legendary, uh, the uh, the hotel demands of Al Michaels on the road. He, is, he goes for it. Good for him. Oh, is he a diva? Yeah, the hotel suite, you know, the, the first-class air travel and all that. Eh, why not? Hey, uh, if you can get them to do it. See, Al's, you can tell, like, Al's a product of the past. Like, the new guys can't get away with that. But Al's been around so long. Al, Al's been doing this for, like, 50 years or something like that. Uh, so he, he can get away with it because everyone used to travel like that. But not now. They don't. They, nickel and dime at most companies. You know who I miss when we were kids? Merlin Olsen. Oh, Merlin yeah, Olsen. Yeah, he was, he he was, was good he on was TV. Solid. Yeah, he was good back in the uh, back in the. You know, I, I liked. Uh, was it Charlie Jones? Like some of those old uh, Don Cricky, who still yeah. does some stuff. Just like, well, it just depends. Like how old you are. Like you, the voices you remember getting up on a Sunday to watch a big football game, or even well, even not a big football game, but like a secondary type game. Yeah, cool, cool voices in the past. Oh, oh right. we forgot yeah. Dick Enberg. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, Dick Enberg, the legendary, a big fan of our show, Dick Enberg, former <laughs> Padre broadcaster, has done some great work there over the years. Yes, absolutely. No question. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. If you would like to be part, you can give us a call. You know the number. Give us a buzz right now. And uh, Now, let's see here. I told Robert yesterday, I said there was a problem with the – oh, they f- did fix it. Look at that. Look at that. I told producer Robert, I said there's a problem with the, the call screening producer uh, computer in the studio. And I was – Usually when something breaks, it takes about a week for it to be fixed. But uh, it was fixed right away. Fixed right away. Quick fix right there. All right, to the phones we go and to Sweet Home Chicago. And you got the Doc, Doc Mike, who's on Fox Sports Radio. You guys, listen, you know, if the Cubs don't make the World Series this year, it's only 107 years till they repeat. We're having a ball over here. They lost last night. And uh, Madden gets up there and says, what an entertaining game. Now it's entertainment. You know, it's no more about the money. It's no more well, it's about all, It's uh, always been entertainment, Doc. The Cubs happened to win by mistake last year, but it's always been entertainment at Wrigley Field. Well, you got that right. Okay. And now, you know, with the, with the fans jumping out of buildings, uh, and we got this guy that died in the stadium, this uh, beer vendor, that jumped a, a railing that was five feet, landed on his head. That went away. I, I'm yeah. trying to find out. You know, I walk, work for a law firm. I'm going to try to find out what happened to that case, yeah. how, how much they paid to get rid of that guy. This is kind of a ghoulish uh, phone call here. Uh, yeah. You know, what's you going know, on with the, you? Why you, why the you goat there? is back. Believe me, I'm going to start throwing goat heads now, do you Do you guess. still own the goat farm? Do you still own a percentage uh, of the goat I, farm? D- I told you I didn't own it. I well, you have a stock pe- you, in it. You, bought it like a, you have a, sh- a piece of it. You got a little piece of the action. Well, right? it was a big piece. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. There you go. Well, you are, yeah. you are a show legend for those that are new to our show. How, oh yeah! Can how you many? Get me that, can you get me that radio station so I can get a cut? Uh, uh, oh yes, yeah, it's it's, the, it's uh, six ten sports in Kansas City. That's six a sport. M? Six ten. All right, Jesus. Fesco in the morning. Yeah, it's a morning show. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You can't go on the internet. What are you going to do? Are you going to drive to Kansas City and go to the radio station and ask for a copy? What are the call letters again? Doc's going to ask for a cassette tape. He's going to be like, "Can you send me a cassette tape? I'd like to have a copy of that." Doc, did you used to have a reel-to-reel machine? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Doc, actually, at home, he watches the latest beta movies is what he watches there. He's he's not even going VHS. He's going beta. Hey, Doc, do you, yeah. I want to play the pop culture game. We haven't played the pop culture game. Do you know what Netflix is, Doc Mike? Netflix? Yes, that, Netflix. I think there's some, uh, isn't there some uh, uh, companies that have a, like a .net? Is that what that is? Oh, my. No. No, no, that's not. I mean, there are dot nets. I, mean, I not... haven't had a television for twenty years. Yeah, it's too depressing, and especially here <laughs> in Chicago. You just you wait a minute, Doc. You just start. Bars, you, all you... they talk about is uh, murders on the streets here. Well, that's terrible. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that that goes on. Doc. How do you, you watch know? sports? You don't. He, he doesn't. On, at sports bars. Oh. I watched the Cub game last night in the Sox game. Well, Doc, you told me you have like season tickets. You have access to tickets at Wrigley Field. I do. So, yeah. yeah, the yeah. law firm that I have has four tickets uh, yeah. right off the third base line. You come over here. I know. Tell me, I'll get your fat ass into that stadium. <laughs> you'll get me, you'll hook me up at Wrigley Field. Could just see him harassing waitresses at sports bars. <laughs> I would like to go out and have a night on the town with Doc Mike. Like to hit, hit the the bars in Chicago with Doc. How much fun would that be, Doc? Let me tell you, right now, if you can promise me that me, you, and Ditka will go out and go around the, the night spots in Chicago, I'll go. I, I can do it. You can I make it? Him, you know, at least once a month over at his joint. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, how much fun would that be? Right? Think of the stories we'd get. Me, Doc Mike, Mike Ditka, going around, boozing. Imagine Ditka, some of the, the off-the-air stories. The, the, the on-the-air stories are pretty good, but off-the-air. The, uh, the I can't say this on TV or radio stories. Getting some of those stories, how great would that be? That'd be awesome, right? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's go to Hollywood right now. It's this Coop Scoop on entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood and Coopaloo. All right, Ben, Eddie is not here, but I'm still going to start with the silver screen. Premiering today in theaters is uh, Stephen King's The Dark Tower series. Now uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, this looks good. Well, see, yeah, it stars Idris Elba, and it did look really good. I don't know who that is. And Really, Ben? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, anyway. Not famous. Yes, he is famous. But there was a lot of anticipation for this f- film because it's one of Stephen King's like most well-known series of books. There's like There's like seven of them. And it, and it's does, got, he, does he ever run out of ideas? Do you I think? know, right? I, yeah. It's he's an old guy now. Right? It's crazy, yeah. but it's great source material. Unfortunately, the reviews are coming in not good. Oh, that means it's probably good. Mm. The I, critics are usually wrong. I don't know about that. Yeah, they are. I don't trust them. I trust them on this one. I I, I had a bad feeling it was going to bomb. And does it, it have like a it better did. Rotten Tomato score than the Emojis movie? Yes, but just <laughs> barely. I believe the Emojis movie is at 6%. <laughs> well, and you know, somebody in at, at one of the studios is like, hey, these emojis are hot. we got to make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it together. We'll throw it on the screen. They'll watch it. When I was driving around and I saw the billboard for that, I, I thought it was a joke. I didn't actually think that was a real movie coming out. You know that's exactly how it went down. Some old dude who doesn't even know what an emoji is like, the, all these kids, my kids using these emojis we gotta make a movie definitely uh also premiering in theaters today is uh, a movie with Halle Berry it's called Kidnap I was just saying to Danny G it's a shame how downhill her career has gone uh going from winning you know Academy Award for Best Actress to doing movies like this it's basically just a, a reboot of her 2013 movie The Call they may have used the exact same footage just put in a different storyline around her I, I don't know 
<laughs> and then real quick, uh, premiering in television uh, today on Netflix, Wet Hot American Summer, 10 years later, a new miniseries from the cult hit movie. It's got all the returning cast, Amy Poehler, Paul Rudd, uh, Jason Schwartzman, all of them, all of them coming back. It's a really popular thing on Netflix. Check that out. And uh, that is uh, it's pretty much it. Uh, Ray uh, Donovan premiering uh, oh, this Sunday. Uh, and yes, he, what about back. Sean Spicer? He's not going to be on Dancing with the Stars. You see that? He turned down turned down a chance to be on Dancing with the Stars. Koopa Loop, if they, they asked you and they said, you know, it's the anniversary of Liar Liar, we want Koopa Loop to come back. Would you do it, Koop? Would you do Dancing with the Stars? 100,000% yes. You would. There you go. You would. Uh, Big, powerful people in Hollywood listen. Koopa Loops is available. I have training, too. You have dancing training? I do. <laughs> really? <laughs> I took a ballroom dancing class in college. Oh, man. My wife wants me to do that. I'm like, no, well, maybe when I'm 80, I'll uh, sign up for that one if I make it that long. Uh, well, friend <laughs> <laughs> doing the tango. <laughs> yeah. I, I, why not? Well, I'm assuming that you listening to my voice right now are human. I'm going to make that assumption. And if you are a human being, you're going to sleep. They say about one-third of your life you are going to spend sleeping. Why not sleep like a king? But you don't have to spend the money like a king. You get a reasonable, uh, reasonable for a reasonable amount of money, you get a great bed. You've heard me talk about my sleep number bed and, and how well I sleep on it. And you can have the same experience that I have. My sleep number setting is 50. I'm right in the middle of the spectrum. My, my wife's at like 40. She's a little lower than that. Uh, my friends over at Sleep Number, they are kicking tail is what they're doing. They've introduced what is being described now as the most amazing bed ever. It's the new Sleep Number 360 smart bed. You've heard me talk about it now for a couple of weeks. It's designed to keep each side of the bed, and therefore each of you, you and your partner, effortlessly comfortable for your best possible sleep. And like every bed that Sleep Number makes, the Sleep Number 360 smart bed Let's you choose your ideal firmness. I had a guy on Twitter the other day say, you know, I, I, I went and got the sleep number bed, and my, my back feels a lot better. And the reason that is is because you can adjust depending on how you're, you know, you get older, your back's a little jacked up. Sometimes you're young, and it'll actually help. You can figure out what setting works best for you. It's really cool. You got to go see it for yourself. Uh, it's just wonderful. And now they have the new responsive air technology, and the bed will actually censor every move. It'll adjust to you so you'll stay asleep comfortably throughout the night. And and they also have the technology of this new bed, the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. They'll pre-warm each side of the bed. It's just amazing. There's a bunch of other cool things in there, all the bells and whistles you could possibly want. I mean, this is stuff you probably never even thought about, but trust me, it's, it's really cool. It's time you met the bed that does it all, uh, and only at a Sleep Number store. Come in right now. And enjoy introductory savings of two hundred to five hundred dollars on the Sleep Number three hundred and sixty smart bed. How about that? You go in there, you can save between two and five hundred right away. Bam, done. Uh, there are more than five hundred and fifty Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com to find the store near you. And hey, be sure to tell them Ben Maller sent you. And now. It's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Hit it! All right, let's do it. Benny's Balderdash by Coop this week. By Coop this week. Who knew? All right, the categories are uh, Record Book, Baby Bronze, and In the Buff. Let's meet our contestants, first of all, from Los Angeles. 
We say hello to Richard. Hello, Richard. Hey, Ben. All right. You ready to go here, Richard? I'm a little concerned. A little delayed reaction there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to take my phone off speaker. Oh, see. It's very polite of you to do that. All right, Richard. Tell the guy in Beaver Dam and the other guy listening in Sheboygan what you do for a living. Uh, I carry diseases for a living. Oh, nice. Are you related to Charlie Sheen? <laughs> no, I'm no. a medical courier. I know. I got you. All right. Low-hanging fruit, Richard. I had to do it. I got you. All right. Hold on a sec, Richard. Driving around diseases. And you will go against Enzo, our defending champion. Hello, Enzo. What's up, Big Ben? What's going on? You ready to do, to do this, Enzo? Yes? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Very good, gentlemen. Again, the categories are record book. And also Baby Bronze. And the last category, In the Buff. In the Buff. Let me lock both you guys in on the board. You are there, Richard. You are there, Enzo. All right, Enzo, you're a champ. Category one, two, or three. Where do you want to go? Let's go number one. All right, record book. I will name the record. You tell me the owner. Question values for two, four, six, eight, and a 1,000. Here we go, gentlemen. Good luck. Here we go. $200. Again, I'll give you the record. You tell me the owner of that record. The most World Series championships by any team. Enzo. Richard. Enzo. New York Yankees. Correct. All right, four, $400. Most NBA championships. For Enzo. En- Richard. En- en- Enzo. Boston Celtics. Correct. Right. Enzo's quick on the buzzer. $600. Most Super Bowl wins for an individual franchise. Richard. Enzo. Richard. Steelers. That's correct. The Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, and we'll keep it going for $800. I'll name the record. You tell me the owner. The NFL's all-time leader in fumbles. No, no one wants to touch that one. No. Yeah, uh, the answer we were looking for, Brett Favre. Brett Favre was who we were looking for. We'll close out the category for $1,000. Major League Baseball's all-time leader in Grand Slams. Richard. Richard. Henry Aaron. No. All right, it's a tough one. Enzo. No, I'm going to pass on that one. Okay, and A-bomb by A-rod. Alex Rodriguez was the answer. All right, let's keep it going, gentlemen. You guys each have your lifeline. Don't forget that. We have Baby Bronze. And in the buff, we'll go to Baby Bronze. These athletes were enshrined into Canton, Ohio, within the past five years. All right, last five years. Pro Football Hall of Famers. For $200, this quarterback was a four-year starter for Southern Mississippi before getting drafted. Richard. Richard. Uh, Brett Favre. Yeah, good job by you. All-time leader, passer, all-time leading passer in NFL history. $400. This oversized, lovable running back retired on top after the Steelers won. Enzo. Enzo. Jerome Bettis. The bus goes round and round and round and round. Correct, Enzo. $600. Again, baby bronze. Athletes going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in the last five years. This guy has the second most career sacks for a defensive tackle, but is well known for assaulting a prostitute on Super Bowl Sunday. Richard. Richard. Sapp. What's his first name? Warren Sapp. That is correct. Good job by you. And Richard making a rally. Let's go to $800. Along with Barry Sanders, this running back is only the second 
running back to start his career with 10 straight 1,000-yard rushing seasons. He's fourth. Richard. Richard. Emmett Smith. No. He's fourth all-time for career yardage. Enzo? I think I know who it is, but I'm not sure, so I'll pass on that one. Okay. Uh, This is a guy that had a good career, but no one really remembers him. Did Eddie George just had a career? No, you're wrong. So it's uh, Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin is who we're looking for, the Jet and Patriot running back. He's a running back. We'll close out this category for $1,000. This offensive lineman was so dominant that the term pancake block gained popularity thanks to his play at The Ohio State University. He was drafted number one overall in 1997. Richard. Richard. Pace. Uh, yeah, we'll give you that. Why not? Orlando Orlando Pace. That is right. All right. And uh, we'll pause for the cause here. Yes. So we did not get to the in the buff category. But we got through two categories. What is the score here, Koopaloop, between Richard and Enzo? That $1,000 Orlando Pace question saved Richard enough to have final balderdash. Enzo has 1000 Richard has 600 it's uh, a game. Okay, we got a game. We got a good one, as my friend across the hall says. Uh, we'll have Klepto. The category is Klepto. We'll get to that. There's a whirlwind of excitement going on around our show Reddit page. Search our subreddit at Ben Maller Show and get the latest authentic listener-generated content about the Maller militia. Now let's get to the be- now let's get back to the lunacy in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Ben Maller. <laughs> I always told Ralph when he tapes these things to make a mistake every once in a while because it sounds like it's. Not tapes. So yes, I sir. Like that. I mean, that's uh, I see there you little drops there that we play, and it's just just wonderful. All right, final balderdash. Very rarely do we have final balderdash. We've got Richard who carries around diseases, uh, and he's going against Enzo who paints stuff. Uh, he's like Picasso, uh, and that's the matchup. All right, so the final balderdash category is klepto. We know how much these guys have wagered through the magic of radio, and here's the. The question, Jose Reyes just became the second active player in the big leagues with 500 stolen bases or more. Plays for the Mets. Who's the other player? All right. Uh, Now, Enzo, our champion, going against Richard. Richard had $600, and he wagered $599. All right, $599. And Enzo had... $500 $500 and he uh, wagered uh he wagered uh, nothing. Oh, he had 1000 rather. He wagered 500. Yes. Ah, uh, that's right. There's the math. All right. Uh and the guess by Richard was Hanley Ramirez. That was his guess. And Enzo gave no guess. Enzo gave no guess. The correct answer was actually not no guess. Uh it was Ichiro. They both got it wrong, but because of how much they wagered uh, they, the winner is, and still champion of the world is Enzo. He's won again. Another golden ticket for Enzo. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Congratulations, Enzo. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, 
every time or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.